from a creepy old basement in St. Louis comes the KWUR Theater of the Air. I'm David Reinstrom. My name is David Brunel Brutman, and you are, of course, listening to the KWUR Theater of the Air here on KWUR, KWUR 90.3 FM, Clayton. Also broadcast simultaneously on the interwebs at www.kwur.com. So, this week. This week, we have something very interesting for you. It's pretty neat. I, I think I think all of you listeners out there will find this. I, I hope you'll all find this as interesting as I do. Uh, we were sent a uh, copies of a strange crate of tapes. Yeah. To play. And uh, oh, where do, where can we begin this story? So this summer probably. I guess. Yeah. So this summer, uh, I took a uh, a class to fill in some of my credit requirements at uh, Seagrove Community College in New Jersey. Yeah. And uh, one of my professors uh, was a man named Bill Farber, uh, yeah. Doctor Bill Farber. And I happened to mention during one of my classes that I had a radio show that a I was... A fabulous, well-regarded, nationally esteemed radio show. Of course, as we are. <laughs> and he became very, very interested in that. And later after class, he uh, said to me, well, David, I've got these tapes and I've been trying to get them broadcast to the world, but I, I can't figure out how to do it. They are... Uh, it." it there's a, a series, uh, a bunch of tapes that I found on the Jersey Shore. And these were, like, what, reel-to-reel yeah. digital tapes, Yeah, he, right? he showed me the tapes. We have, we have digital copies that we're going to play for you today, but yeah. he showed me the actual tapes. And, you know, they're these, they're these reel-to-reel tapes that he found in these old steel military crates just washed up on the Jersey mm-hmm. Shore. And what they describe are the uh, well. Yeah, he'll 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 explain ex- it. He'll explain what they describe, but what they they describe some very sort of bizarre circumstances. And uh, Doctor Farber believes these to be uh, an actual record of events that transpired in a, a region, a particular region of the Caribbean. Yeah. Other people wouldn't play. This is why he came to Dave. Right, and he'd been trying to get them broadcast so that he could get this story out to the world and people just weren't playing them they did not believe that these tapes were real no. uh but, he, but he contacted believe. various news organizations national public radio yeah. uh and they just they they laughed at him but we i listened to the tapes Sometimes. and i sent them to dave i sent them to david mm-hmm. and uh we believe that they're real and we we really think that they should be heard so that's what we're going to dedicate our program today to. So why don't we just yeah. playing the first uh, the first couple of installments of these tapes? And uh, Dr. Farber kindly yeah. includes a brief introdu- introduction at the beginning of the tapes, so he'll be able to tell you more about them when we uh, go into into the uh, digital recordings that he sent to us to play. Why don't we just uh, turn it over to Bill because he he can explain this better than either of us can. Let's do that. All right, enjoy. December 2006. Three young journalists, Dave, David, and Alex, are shipwrecked on assignment. They awake on the shores of a haunted isle deep in the Caribbean. 
March 2008. Two steel crates of tapes wash ashore in Seagrove, New Jersey. The recordings describe the journalist's life as castaways and their attempts to escape the ghost-infested island. My name is Dr. Bill Farber. I'm a professor of prenatal criminology at Seagrove Community College. I've made it my mission to unravel the mysteries of these tapes and find out what happened to those three journalists. I present you now with my unedited evidence, the Monsoon Season Chronicles. tapes in the first crate, describing the journalists' first three months on the island, have been damaged by seawater. They are only partially intelligible. It appears the journalists made their home in an abandoned Jamaican army base and had some contact with the island's other inhabitants, a shipwrecked Gnome Shakespeare company and a band of dinosaur music pirates on the run from the RIAA. The second crate of recordings, commencing in May of 2007, are intact. They describe the journalist's final attempt to escape from the island. However, the recordings end suddenly around July of 2007. I have reason to believe there is a third crate of recordings describing the end of the journalist's adventures in the Caribbean. I am releasing these recordings to the public as an appeal for information. If you are listening and have any knowledge of the contents of the third crate, please contact me, Dr. Farber, at Seagrove Community College. The first intact tape which you are about to hear, begins as the journalists attempt to upgrade the Jamaican Army base's sentient supercomputer, known as Reginald. So, that's why granola is actually bad for you. Is it on? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's on. All right, hi. Check one. Check one. There was this penguin driving in the desert. Levels are all right. Doing a systems test here, making sure that all our mobile equipment works all right. Upgrades are go. Okay, Reginald's reboot is complete. I reinstalled the OS and put in some new drivers. Fantastic. Hello! Hey, Reginald. Hello, David! How... Ugh. How are you? I'm great. Merry Christmas. What? Merry Christmas. It's the most wonderful time of the jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle on a snowman. What? It's it's May. It's Christmas in May. What more can I say? Why the hell does he think it's Christmas, Alex? What did you do? The reinstall must have reset his systems clock. He thinks it's Christmas. The newsworthy Ghost Island Christmas special. Introducing Chewbacca's family. Itchy, scratchy, and lumpy. Can't you synchronize him with the atomic clock? No, he's too awkward to talk to the atomic clock. Systems light, LED bright. Enough already. You'll anger the spirit. How can I anger the spirits when my own spirit is so very festive? Jobs rest, ye merry processors. No blue screens on this day. Oh, blue screens of misery and woe, misery and woe. Oh, blue screens of misery and woe. Whoa! Whoa! It's a ghost! A 
Now you've done it, Reginald. You've angered the spirits of this place with your terrible singing. Look, it's bound by metaphorical Christmas chains. Who dares disturb my slumber by invoking my holiday? Jesus? What? No! I am the ghost of Christmas past. My holiday was invoked at the wrong time and I am enraged. How can it be the wrong time? It's the newsworthy Ghost Island Christmas Special! That is heresy. Christmas specials can only be broadcast on Christmas. That's not true. What about Thanksgiving? And the entire month of December? Okay, fine. So there's a little wiggle room, sort of a six-week window on one end and a weekish window on the other. But Christmas is definitely not in May, okay? Happy Christmas, Harry! We've all got sweaters, and you've got one, too! Listen, you. You're going to need to stop that, or I'll bring down an entire canned ham's worth of retribution on you. Canned hams? How festive! Ham, 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 ham. Ham, 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 All right, that's it. I have had it with your stupid binary antics. I'm going to beat you to death with my ghostly chains. Stop that, ghost! He's hitting me his Christmas chains. attacking the studio. Alex, you need to exercise with your voodoo priestess training. Okay, you shake this chicken, Davids, and help me sing a Disney song. Take that. Under the sea. Under the sea. Darling, it's better. Down where it's wetter. Take it from me. Curse you, journalists. Call in all of your stockings this year. All of you. Oh my god! Reginald! Are you okay? I... I will be okay. Things look a little... pixely right now. Maybe I need to be rebooted again. Yes, Reginald. Yes, of course. What... What day is it? May 4th. May... Fourth. Cool. Why don't you turn me up for a bit? I need some time to be alone with myself. Oh man, you think he'll be okay? He was an obnoxious son of a Babbage engine, but I loved him. I think he'll be okay, but I can't say the same for our equipment. Look at it. Oh man. That ghost knocked out our compression coil. The broadcasting tower won't work without it. Figures, the one replacement part we don't have, and some recalcitrant ghost up and knocks it out. Looks like we're going to have to search for a new one somewhere on the island. You think it's possible that there'll be another compression coil out there somewhere? It's worth a shot, right? Let's go and comb the beach or something. Don't worry, Reginald. We'll be back soon. To the beach, everyone. Let's find us a compression coil. Shakespeare performance on the beach today. Oh, oh, they're so adorable. Oh, and hey, here comes Norman. What's up, big man? Oh, thank goodness you're here, journalists. What's the matter? Disaster and ruin, David. Disaster and ruin. We were doing a perfectly nice matinee performance of The Tempest when these hecklers showed up. Oh, no. Show me to them. I'll learn them to heckle. You don't understand. They're shark hecklers. Shecklers? Shut up. They've eaten our aerial hole. Let's have a look. Mm. 
These sharks aren't that big. Well, they are to us gnomes, okay? Let me out! Let me out! Hey, you guys suck! He's gonna eat you all! Every single last one of you! We're gonna eat all of you! Oh, brave new... Brave new stomach, which has such gastric juices in it! How do you force a shark to throw up a gnome? Tell it that it's fat, maybe? Seriously, no, just punch it in the stomach. Pretend it insulted your mother. What? Hey, shark! How dare you! Huh? Nobody insults my mother! Whoa! I'm free! Free! Free at last! You just punched a shark! Yes. Yes, I did. journalists. You've saved our actors. We are eternally grateful. All right, you guys. Pack it up. Show's over. Okay. Pack it up, everybody. I'll be in my trailer. Oh, well. There goes our last show of the season. Oh, was it your last show? Well, sure. You gotta pack everything up and store it before the monsoon comes. Monsoon? What monsoon? Don't you know the season's upon us? Soon, this contentious storm will invade us to the skin. Well, we're looking for a compression cloud for the broadcasting tower. Ours broke. A ghost broke it. Have you seen any abandoned radio equipment around the island? Maybe something we could cannibalize? Well, I haven't. But I bet the dinosaurs have. Maybe you should ask them. That's a good plan. I'll get them on the comlink. I didn't know we had a comlink with the dinosaurs. Oh, this is new. We just figured this out the other day. Let me try and get a hold of them. Triceratops? This is Alex. Do you copy? Repeat. Do you copy? Roger that, Alex. We're in trouble. Over. Trouble? Explain. Over. Can't explain. We'll be on this frequency in minutes. Emergency code 12. Repeat. Emergency code 12. A communications disruption can mean only one thing. Invasion. At last, we will reveal ourselves to the Jedi. What? Nothing. Okay, everyone. The dinosaurs are really in trouble this time. Code 12 means robot ninja invasion. Robot ninjas? Yes. The dinosaurs feared that one day, they might attract the attention of the dreaded MPAA. The Motion Picture Association of America? Yes. Clearly, the dinosaurs have engaged in movie piracy. <gasps> That's a hanging offense! No, that's regular piracy. For movie piracy, you get attacked by robot ninjas. Then we gotta help them. I'll come too. Okay, let's go. Okay, you guys. Shh, shh, shh. Here's the dinosaur pirate clearing. Be really quiet. I hear voices. What's going on? I can't see. Let's push these branches aside and look. 
Oh my goodness. It's just like you said, Alex. Ninjas. Robot ninjas. They've surrounded the dinosaurs completely. What can we even do, Alex? Do you dare question the dinosaur queen? You're not their queen anymore. Okay, yeah, but if you used to be the president, they still call you Mr. President, and I feel like it applies to... The point is that we have to save those dinosaurs. Shh, the ninja leader's talking. Dinosaurs. We thought it was kind of cute when you were digital art thieves. And then we were slightly bothered when you became music pirates. But now you're pirating movies, and the MPAA will not stand for that. We have come to demand your surrender. You'll never take us alive! Yes, we will. We are ninja robots. Give me free media, or give me death! Okay. Can we get a third option? I want to pull the audience. Okay, look at the ninja droids, right? They're all connected to that control box by coaxial cable. Wait, can't the MPAA afford wireless? Yes, but they're afraid that passing finches will eat their radio signals. They're very superstitious. There's only one thing to do. I agree. Let's do this. Hey, ninja robots! What? Who are you guys? I am Alexandrosaurus, queen of the dinosaur pirates, and I challenge you to a step-dancing competition. Irish rules. Hmm. Well, I've never turned down a step-dancing competition before. You're on, Queen Alexandrosaurus. Ninja robots. Engage step-dancing mode. Yay! Oh, you come to save us! I knew we could count on you, Alex! Now dance! Dance as you've never danced before! Dance like the wind! Oh, man! What a ridiculously well-choreographed dance number! I know! Too bad nobody on the radio could possibly see! Man, if this were on Broadway, we would have totally won, like... Tony's by now. And, okay, here comes the leap. Ah! Look, the robots cord you're tangling together. They've completely hogtied themselves. Curse you and your masterfully choreographed dance sequence. We're totally immobilized. And, big finish. Norman, turn those robots off. <laughs> <laughs> Control box. Which button do I press? All, All of them. them. Okay. Oh well, that was uh, that was anticlimactic. Much better. Wee! It's raining robot bits. Ow! Thanks, journalists. I knew we could count on you. Aw, oh, shucks. We're nothing at all. Is there anything we can do to repay you? Well, we're looking for a compression coil to fix our broadcasting equipment. Yeah, it was broken by a vengeful Christmas ghost. You guys haven't found any abandoned radio equipment around the island, have you? Well, no. There is that abandoned airstrip on the other side of the island. Oh, that's right. Abandoned airstrip? Yeah. They're bound to have some working radio equipment there somewhere. Sounds great. Can you take us there? For you guys? Anything. 
Let's shake this robot debris off our shoes. Get out of here. Party National Convention. Oh man, look you guys. It's a World War II cargo plane. That's got to have a radio, right? I bet there's a compression coil in there. Yeah. Wait. That's a plane, you guys. So? So? We can use it and fly off the island. We don't need the radio. We're saved! can't fly a plane. I never back down from a challenge. Yes, you do. You... When George Washington fought Joseph Stalin in the Battle of the Bulge, do you think he backed down? But he didn't. And when Teddy Roosevelt dug the Suez Canal with a spoon through the heartland of Japan, do you think he backed down? Okay, that definitely didn't happen. And when Harry Potter and Batman scaled Mount Everest, and they ran out of oxygen just before high camp, and Harry lost a hand to frostbite, and their porter, who was a bear, died traversing the ice falls, do you think they would have backed down just because someone told them they couldn't do it? Well, I don't think so, Alex. I don't think so, David. I say that we can fly that plane, damn it. We can fly that plane to freedom. Oh, okay. Well, let's open up the hatch and take a look inside. Everything looks intact. Let's check out the cockpit. Hey, guys, check out these sweet goggles. Woo! I'm an aviator, David Reinstrom, flying ace. This is so cool. Okay, the gauges indicate that we've got a full tank of gas. Ooh, and the altimeter says zero. Thank you. Thank you for that. I guess now we can be in the long and arduous process of learning how to fly a plane. Look, an instructions manual. Ooh, awesome. Uh, excuse me, not to interrupt, but... But what? Uh, but monsoon season is coming, and our reports indicate that it'll be especially bad this year. If you don't get the plane going soon, it may get swept out to sea with the storm. Then we've got to get everyone together that wants to get off this rock. Norman? Yo. Rally the gnomes. Tell them to meet us all here in an hour. But, but where are you going? We're not leaving without Reginald. Wow, guys, that plane is crazy. You know what they say, when the going gets tough, you, uh, you find a plane. We missed you too, Reginald. Thanks for coming back for me, you guys. The last 699 monsoon seasons have totally sucked. It's starting to rain now. We'd better get going. Norman, are all your gnomes assembled and ready to fly? You bet. We're all here. Yep, we're all yeah, here. Got everything. Let's get out of here. Yeah, all, the all right, Alex, you know what to do. <clears throat> we're ready to begin our boarding process now. All passengers in Group A may now board. Again, that's Group A. All right, everybody get on the plane. Yeah, I'm getting on the plane. Do I have to sit next to the people? Oh, I'm always next to the fat guy. Tiny, tiny teeth. He's on tiny, my armrest. Wait a second. We're coming too. Yeah, we're pretty bored with this island. It's time to bring our piracy elsewhere. There's a whole world of internet cafes and Korean gaming palaces we have yet to discover. Have you got everything you need? Got everything that's truly important to us. All our CDs, some computer equipment, and my Chewbacca action figure. 
comforts me in times of sorrow. And he's got judo bowcaster action. Oh, well, I guess you can be group B. <clears throat> group B, now boarding. Group B, now boarding. Is that everyone? Looks like. Okay, let's fly this plane. Okay, how do we fly this plane? We'd better figure it out quickly. The rain's picking up and we won't be able to take off soon. Okay. Page one, flying the DC-3. <clears throat> flying a plane is just like flying a car. Careful consideration must be taken, however, because... No, that's all we need. Throw that manual away. All right. Attention, passengers. This is your captain speaking. We'll be taking off in just a few minutes, so sit back and enjoy the in-flight movie. Castle Black at 2, Strasser's Revenge. We're moving. It is like flying a car. Attention, passengers, please strap yourselves in. We're expecting turbulence. Good thing you played all those combat flight simulators, Dave. Because we're top-down scrolling arcade games. We're going faster. Ooh, the nose of the plane is tilting up. And we are airborne. <laughs> Guys, we're killing it! Woo! George Washington was right! Navigational equipment. We've just got to keep traveling in a straight line. We've got to hit land eventually, right? That or we run out of gas and crash in the ocean. Either way, it's a win-win situation. We just tie the controls up with string like this, and we're good. Total autopilot. Do we have any of those honey-roasted peanuts? of us have to pee. He's right. We've been in the air forever. Okay. Let's dip below the cloud cover and see if we've reached land yet. Sounds good to me. Hey, look. Up ahead. It's land. Civilization. Bathroom. Yay. Yay. All right. I guess I'll try to bring us in for a landing. Sounds good. How are you going to do that? I have absolutely no idea. Hours. Well, um. See me that PA. This is the captain speaking. Everyone brace yourselves for crash landing! Ah! Ah! 
okay? I'm all right. Steve? Oh, yeah, we're... <laughs> we're, we're okay. Is everyone okay back there? I broke my wookie. We're okay. Wait, you guys. Look at the front window. I can't see anything. It's, it's totally pitch black. Let's go and open the hatch. Oh, man. Oh, man, we crashed through the very crust of the Earth. Wow. It's a network of tunnels deep beneath the island's surface. All right, everyone off the plane. We... We landed. Wow, this place is complicated. These tunnels go off in like a million different directions, and look at this signage. You are here, Island Q8. This way to Islands Q5 and Q6. Guys, these tunnels go to other islands. That's nuts. There's no exit to the surface, except for the hole we made with the plane. And the plane is mostly blocking that. So there's no way to go but forward. We're going to have to explore these caves, and maybe, just maybe, we can find another way off this island. What should we do? Take two of your finest gnomes and take this tape back to the radio station. You're the only one small enough to fit through the hole to the surface. We'll extract the compression coil from the plane's radio, and you can use it to repair the broadcasting equipment and tell our story to the world. And when we're done, we'll come back and find you in these caverns. Sounds good. So we've got no food or water. Yep. And no idea where we're going. Yep. And no extra batteries for that flashlight. Yep. Sweet. Let's head out. Come on, everyone. Let's start exploring these tunnels. Get another tape ready to put in the mobile equipment. We have to be ready to broadcast our adventures when we return. And you are listening to the KWUR Theater of the Air here on KWUR Clayton 90.3 FM. We're going to take a short musical break now. We'll be back when we come back. Because we're always back. Back. Yeah. 
Cette fois plus rien Ici papa Tango Charlie Vous m'avez laissé enfin Mon avion est comme fou Moi je me moque de tout Je vais noyer ma solitude Dans le triangle des Bermudes Allô papa Tango Charlie Allô papa Tango Charlie Répondez nous vous cherchons All it takes is one spark, one careless act to start a wildfire. So the next time you build a campfire, find an open site clear from dry brush. Keep the fire small. And when you're done, properly drown the fire, stir it with a shovel, and then drown it again. Oh, gosh, diddly darn it. And then drown it again. Only you can prevent forest fires. Brought to you by the USDA Forest Service, your state forester, the Ad Council, and in partnership with the National Association of Broadcasters. Damn it, David. I am so professional. Oh. You, you are a consummate professional, David Reinstrom. That public service announcement will never, I will best it if it kills me. I don't believe you. This is the K-Word Theater of the Air here on <laughs> KWUR 90.3 FM, Clayton. <laughs> my name is David Brunel Brutman, and my laughing, crazed cohort over there is, of course, David Reinstrom. Hello. <laughs> I'm okay. We're good. It, it came back to the folder, and I had to read it. It, it draws me in. Like a Venus flytrap it's, it's, it fly. it's siren song. Yes. You cannot <sighs> resist it. So that was, um, that was the segment from the Monsoon Season Chronicles that Dr. Farber has entitled Escape from Q8. Yes. Uh, and if you have any information uh, about that third crate that he mentioned in the intro, uh, please send uh, your, your comments or your queries. or If you have anything you want to ask Dr. Farber about the project, or if you know something about the third crate, send him an email at drbfarber at gmail.com. We'll, we'll send out a message. That email again is? Dr. B. Farber, that's F-A-R-B-E-R, at gmail.com. Yes, and what we're hoping is that as we play, uh, as we play selections from the, the Chronicles, mm-hmm. uh, that uh, 
we will be able to uh, gather in more listeners mm-hmm. and uh, eventually we'll hit on somebody who knows what's in that last that last crate. And what we're hoping is uh, by the time we've played through the existing evidence, somebody will have come up with that final uh, with that final recording. And we'll be we'll then be able to play that for you and give you yeah. the total story. Someone will have realized that 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 big crate that they purchased at the uh, the garage sale down the street, you know, right. wasn't wasn't just a, a beautiful accent for their sitting room. It wasn't something for their settee. What is right. a settee? I, I don't know. Is it like an ottoman? Maybe. Isn't isn't it like a thing that you cover with the? No. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? It's it's I. No. Maybe it's some sort of covering. I don't know. Well. Anyway. Stop using that olive drab crate as a as a homemaking accent. It is a piece of Jamaican federal property. Right. If you have discovered any mysterious crates, uh, which may or may not be stamped with property of the Jamaican army on them, mm-hmm. they may contain tapes that reveal the mysteries of uh, another another world. Mm. You never know. It's pretty so crazy. So right 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 into Doctor Farber. Yeah. And uh, we'll be able to then examine that evidence. Yeah, we have another. We have another tape from him, actually. Yes, we, we were going to play two. This we, one's a little bit shorter. Right. So I think we should go ahead and play that one for you now. Okay. Go for it. Guys, guys. What'd you find, Alex? You're not gonna believe this. I found food. Was it a vat of chili? Was it tacos? Was it many tacos? Uh, Was it banana bread? Was it candied apples? Was it appled candy? Was it birthday cake? No. It was cave mold. Cave mold? Delicious, delicious cave mold. (laughs) But, but tacos. Look. This is the only solution to our food problem. We are trapped in these caverns without any supplies. Besides, Dave, everyone knows there's no such thing as a naturally occurring cave taco. Mm. Ugh, fine. Cave mold. Eat your cave mold and stop complaining. It's really good, Alex. It's okay. Wait, guys, did either of you hear that? Hear what? That noise, some rocks falling. Probably bats. Or spiders. Or spider bats. No, I heard it too. In fact, I've been hearing it ever since we left the plane. Spider bats. Horrific creatures from the center of the earth. I read about it in Science Magazine. Weekly. Or there's somebody else down here. What was that? French horns. Uh, Are you sure about that? We can talk about it later. Right now we need to find out who, or what, is in this cave with us. It must be a Cylon! Right behind us, but I can't see it. It's too dark in here. What about our flashlight? I forgot we had a flashlight. Oh, it's a robotic camera. That's not scary. <laughs> ah, it's horrible. Horrible. Calm down. 
phone. It just took a picture. It's a camera on robotic chicken legs. Mm. Hello, Robo Camera. Oh, I think it likes us. Hey, it ran away. Come back, little Robo Camera. We want to be your friend. Follow it, guys. It probably knows the way out of here. No use. That camera bot is gone. And now we're lost. Hey, look! An urn! It's on that dais over there. Look, it's full of honey. You know, honey doesn't go bad. Awesome! Anything's better than cave mold. I dropped the flashlight in the urn. You got flashlight in my honey. You got honey in my flashlight. And now it's broken, damn it. No worries. I'll fish it out. There's something else in here, guys. You know, the ancient Egyptians would sometimes preserve their dead in honey. What? Is that a hand? Look out! You're gonna knock over the urn. That that is not that is not a good noise. Look, light. The wall is swinging open. There are stairs. Stairs going up. Yes. Huh? There are Egyptian hieroglyphics carved into the walls. Can, can you read them? It says this is the tomb of Frank and Not. Not even an Egyptian name. Do you question my Egyptological knowledge? Because we know who's in that jar of honey. <laughs> oh, Frank and Otten, we hardly knew ye. But you were sticky sweet, and I hope we didn't consume any pieces of your perfectly preserved thousand-year-old corpse. Amen. Now let's get the hell out of this tunnel. Ah, the light! She burns! Oh, yeah. It's right up here. I don't see anything but sand for miles. There is nothing out here. Deserts, uh, tend to be empty. Ah, uh, not this one. Look, on the horizon. Someone's coming this way. What was that? String section. You're listening to the K-Worth Theater of the Air, here on KWUR 90.3 FM, Clayton. You can also listen online at www.kwur.com. We're going to take a short break, and then we'll be back with more Theater of the Air. Yes, we will.
want to have money in your future, don't rely on luck. Pay down your high-interest cards. For more free ideas on how to save, go to feedthepig.org. That's feedthepig.org. Thank you very much, David. This that is... wasn't me. That was announcer voice. Announce... Thank you very much, mysterious announcer voice. You're welcome, David Brunel Brutman. This is, of course, the K-Word Theater of the Air, here on KWUR 90.3 FM, Clayton. And, uh... We're we're done. Yeah, no, that's it. It's time to wrap it up. It's All time right, to, goodbye. It's time to play that music. Shuffle off that mortal coil. Oh, you mean you just meant done with the show? You didn't mean it was time to end it. I mean that we are done with this particular episode, right? Of our show, right? Is what I mean. Sorry, David. Yes. Do you have some credits for us? I do have fancy credits. The KWUR Theater of the Air this week was produced by We Two Kings of Deviant R. Uh, David Reinstrom, that's me. David Brunel Brutman, that's he. Uh, the Monsoon Season Chronicles were produced, written, and uh, directed, and acted by David Reinstrom, David Brunel Brutman, and Alexandra Nicole Jensen, whom we miss dearly. Hello. Alex! Uh, our goat wrangler for the K-Word Theater of the Air this week uh, was Robinson Crusoe. Our set designer was Gilligan. And our script photocopier for the K-Word Theater of the Air was, of course, Tom Hanks. Oh, no. Here he goes. All it takes is one careless act to start a wildfire. So the next time you build a campfire, find an open site, clear from dry brush. Keep the fire small. And when you're done, properly drown the fire... Stir it with a shovel, and then don't you look at me, mister, and then drown it again. 
Only you can prevent forest fires. Brought to you by the USDA Forest Service, your state forester, the Ad Council, and in partnership with the National Association of Broadcasters, Boom! Oh, that was good. Ha ha! I did that, listeners, and, and Dave was staring at me with his beady little eyes, trying to well, make me laugh. No, I'm impressed that you did it. <sighs> I'm impressed. Oh, this must be what running a marathon feels like. I'm full of